One thing that's true for all moms, we have a lot of stories to tell. Some are silly, some are gross, some bring us to tears. With each story that's shared, another mom feels a little less alone. So join us as we laugh, learn, and grow together. It's the I'm Mom Podcast. Welcome to this episode of the I'm Mom Podcast. I'm Abby with Susan and Megan, and we're excited to have a guest with us this week. Laura Rutledge is a reporter for Monday Night Football. She hosts NFL Live on ESPN and hosts SEC Nation on the SEC Network. More importantly, Laura is a wife and a mother of two, and we are just so excited that she believes in the mission of iMom to help moms love their families well, and that she's with us on the podcast today. Hi, Laura. I'm so excited to be with you guys. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Well, before we dig into today's topic, which is finding joy in the chaos, we want to help um, all of our listeners get to know Laura a little bit better with a segment that we're calling Five Simple Questions. And it's just like it sounds, five simple questions. So Laura, are you ready? Yes, let's do it. All right. So question number one, when it comes to your marriage and kids, give us your stats. We're about to come up on our 10-year wedding anniversary, um, December 7th. So really exciting. Um, And it's been so much fun. I mean, Josh and I were just talking last night. We're like, how have we been married for 10 years? Like, we feel like we're still kind of young. We we got married really young, but um, just really cool to kind of get close to that that big um, mile marker. And then we have two kids. We have Reese, who is our girl, who's four years old. And then Jack, who's five months old, who was born May 25th. So um, just so much fun. And then we have a little dog named Remington, who is about to be 10 because he's been with us our entire marriage. We got him right after we got uh, married. Well, if you want to know more about Laura's kids, you've got to follow her on Instagram because they are (laughs) hilarious. Laura, what do you love the most about motherhood? Yeah, I think um, for me, you know, one of the things that has been really cool is I, I always, I always wanted kids. I always wanted a family and, uh, you know, that was so important to me, but I couldn't figure out how I was going to do it while also having a career. And my career was really important to me too. And so I think, you know, it's been amazing just seeing how God kind of worked through all of that for me and, and made it all happen. I mean, when we got pregnant with Reese, We had been trying to get pregnant for a while, a couple of years, and it was just one of those things where it was like, maybe it's not going to happen, or maybe God has other plans. And I was trying to come to terms with that. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm okay, it's finally happening. And and of course, this baby's going to be due in football season. And I thought, why? (laughs) Why would that happen? You know, that's not right, because this is going to be so difficult. And um, I think what's been, you know, one of my favorite things and still my favorite things is like, finding ways to make all of this work, even though it can be so crazy at all times. Um, And then finding those moments to just celebrate in the joy of having little ones. I keep seeing this quote right now, and I I feel like it's, it's supposed to be speaking to me, but it's, it's the quote that's um, floated around on social media where it's like, if you have tucked a child into a warm bed tonight, Mm -hmm. you have the richest Mm -hmm. gifts. You are so blessed. And so I keep trying to remind myself of that and all the craziness and chaos. But I mean, truly it is that um, just, you know, watching your little ones sleep soundly is even something to be thankful for. Yeah. Question three, what part of motherhood would you be happy to never have to deal with again? (laughs) Oh my goodness. So this is like, (laughs) this is such a funny thing, but uh, my husband will laugh when he sees this. I, I have such a fear of like stomach problems and like, you know, anything like throwing up, all, all those things. So I, anytime like 
anything like that's happening or or like there is somebody's sick at this preschool or something, I'm I'm like losing my mind. And I have gone, I have been known to go into the school with Reese and then found out someone had the stomach bug and we just walked right out. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, forget it. I don't blame you. I'm not doing it. I like chase my kids around with Lysol wipes and wipe off. So, oh, that would be one thing. Like if I could yeah. eliminate that, I'd be like, oh, everything's great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if you had a night alone and got to control the television, what would you watch? Okay. So I am such a, I love forensic files and, mm. you know, all of those like, Crime and, and my husband hates that stuff. He's so he's like, this is so creepy. Why why do you want to watch this? And so he never wants to watch it. And I'm always like, anytime I'm on the road, I I I never really have time to like watch TV. But if I do, I'm like, oh, this is my opportunity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Okay. One more. In your opinion, which football team has the best uniforms? Oh, there you go. Ooh. Fashion and football. I like that it. is such a good one. Um. Okay. So. I really am a stickler for like the classic look of things, but I love the Ole Miss light blue uniforms. Um, it's I think there's I think they just look so good, and with the red accents, it's really really cute. So um, I'm sure that's what they want to hear about their uniforms. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's why we ask. <laughs> All right, let's jump into today's topic. Here's a stat that I want you guys to think about: a recent survey conducted by Crayola. More than half of the respondents said they are too busy with commitments to spend quality time with their kids and enjoy the, quote, fun of parenting. And that's just kind of what I want to talk about today. You know, life is chaotic. Laura, you talked about it with work and and all, everything. So how can we laugh at the things that are funny, be honest about our struggles, but ultimately celebrate the wins and live in the joy that exists every day that we get to be parents? You know, those nights that we do get to tuck them in and like, how do we, how do we sit in that instead of get distracted by the, the chaos? Um, so yeah. yeah, I want to ask my first question, Laura, to you. We've all gotten that call at work that like, oh, there's the kids throwing up or whatever. And you're like, I got to scramble. I got to make it work for you. You're doing live television and that brings its own (laughs) share of chaos. So like, do you have any chaotic mom moments in the middle of a work day? Oh my goodness. Um, every day I think is, is Mm -hmm. probably that, um, you know, I, I do feel really lucky that Josh has some flexibility in his career and we have awesome help from our families and our nanny who's with us a lot, but it it really is like one of those things where, um, you just don't know what to do. You know, (laughs) the amount of times when I've been at work, like even today, Reese has to go get a couple shots today. So, but I'll be on TV, like while that's going on. So I'll be trying to, you know, do the show. And then if I'm off camera, like a quick text, like, Hey, is she okay? You know, what's going on? And, and Josh will be like, she's fine. Calm down. You know, everything's good. But, um, you know, that that's even just an example from today, but there have been so many, I mean, I, there have been times when I have literally in the commercial break been like on the phone, like, do I need to leave and leave the show and come home and, and Hey, they'll figure it out. You know, I, I think for me, um, one of the interesting things has been just that shift. Cause I never, really until I had these sweet kids, I never really thought there would be anything more important than I'm on TV. This is my thing that I'm doing and this is my career and this is my show. Um, And now I'm like, yeah, I'll drop any of that. Like whatever I need, I'll leave in the middle of the show. Who cares? You know, there's nothing more important. And so um, I think at least amidst all the chaos, you do sort of know 
what reigns supreme and what your priority should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. It's got to be stressful, though, because you have to go be on the air while somebody's happening. So you have to look like you're happy <laughs> and look like you're not distracted. I think that would be tough. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that um, it is funny. Like there have been many times my mom is about the only one that like really knows my faces, you know, um, <laughs> and, and she'll be like, OK, why are you doing a fake? smile and laugh right now. Like what's wrong? (laughs) You know, (laughs) she'll message me and and ask that, which I usually she's absolutely right. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm worried about this or worried about that, which I think that's, I mean, we all have that so much. It's just being like constantly consumed with the worry that comes with all of this. And, um, I, I struggle with that, trying to sift through that and find the joys in, in what's going on as well. Yeah. So what has, and this question is for everybody, what part of being a mom has brought you the most joy? For me, it's just like watching the personalities grow. And Mm -hmm. Reese is, I mean, just such a pistol. She's so much fun. She's, she is loud. She's just so verbose. And she says so many things. I mean, we were laughing so hard this morning. It's really cold here in Connecticut. And she got to school and she walks in the door and she said, she said to the preschool director, Miss Julie, there's frosting outside. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, so confident. And I think it's it's been really special to me to, you know, have a hand in raising a, a young woman and raising this little girl who is going to go out in the world and, and is going to be met with so many challenges and trying to find ways to build her confidence and also keep her really humble and graceful and all of the things that, you know, I feel really fortunate my parents taught me. So that's been cool. And then already like, little Jack's personality is coming out and he's so different. So I think, I think that's been a real joy for me is seeing their differences and celebrating their little personalities and the little people that they're going to be. Yeah. What about you, Susan? Oh gosh, I'd have to definitely piggyback on that. It is so cool to A, you know, be given this child when they're placed in your arms and then watching what they become and even seeing how circumstances in their life develop and they learn and you you at first can't imagine what they're going to be when they're growing up and then in my case you get to see that and and then watch like Megan's kids and just see these like oh that's definitely Hampton or oh that's Megan you know it just it's so fascinating it's a miracle you know it's just really cool yeah Megan what about you I would echo everything Laura said uh, and also add, I just, they are so funny. They bring me so much joy because they say and do some of the funniest things and just make funny faces. And if I've had a stressful day at work or a tough situation or whatever, there is nothing like going and hugging a child or playing with a baby and just watching them enjoy the childlike phase that they're in or the the child the the phase that they're in they're just happy joyful kids and so it's so fun to watch them and to watch them interact with each other uh, and just see how different they are I always thought that oh I'm gonna have kids just like my husband and I but they are so different and such their own little people and it's just so fun to get to watch and um, watch their little personalities come out and um, just see what little individual people they are 
I think for me, you know, my kids have shown me how to be more spontaneous and silly. You know, they just bring that side out in me. Like we did a fashion show a couple of weeks ago and I looked just like a total idiot, but I don't, they don't care. They just want <laughs> yeah. me to have fun. They just want to celebrate like all the good stuff with me. And I, I need more of that in my life. So that's just yeah. been great. There's a lot of things I think that distract us from the joy, like comparison, pressure, worry that we're doing mm-hmm. it wrong, being busy or just being exhausted. So Laura, like on the topic of busyness as something that distracts from the joy, um, it, you have to be busy. I'm sure you you are busy. <laughs> um, and you. a lot of people say, well, I'm going to wait till I have to have kids until I've done all of these things. I'm going to travel. I'm going to establish my career. I'm, I'm going to be ready to settle down. You guys don't look like, you and Josh don't look like you're settling down. So how have you done that? And like, have you had to make adjustments? Who yeah, I mean, you know, I think the adjustments for us is is trying to find ways to know that we have to be on a tight schedule, right? Like my mom even says this, that she'll come help us and she'll say this. She's like, you don't have even a moment for one thing to not go exactly as planned because if that happens, like the whole thing blows up, which, which I realize sounds kind of ridiculous. You know, we're not like running some sort of army over here where we have to hit times, but it, it is that way if we're going to get you know, everything done in a day. And so I I think what has worked for us in all of the busyness is saying, all right, we're going to follow, we're going to like do it this way. We're going to make sure that this is our schedule. We have the shared calendar, you know, all those things that that people do. We're going to try to communicate really well because I, I think at times we had some communication breakdowns when we only had Reese and we were like, oh goodness, with one other baby, we're going to have to do better, you know, and, and, um, that's really helped us. But then I think what's, what's really been important for us is making that time in the evenings when we do have both the kids asleep to just like sit down on the couch and, and talk. And at this point, I'm probably pumping Jack's next Mm -hmm. meal. I'm probably, you know, working on some other things, but at least we're like spending that time together, which I think has, has made a big difference. And I think for us, that is like our settling down, you know, that that's the, the time of the day that we get for ourselves. And then the other thing I would say is, is figuring out if you just have a moment where you're like, I just need to sit here and and talk to the baby for a little bit, you know, and I had that moment this morning where I'm, I'm going to be leaving town today. And I thought, you know what, there's probably some other things I need to be doing right now, like packing or I don't know, <laughs> all those things. And, and that was like what I had planned to do. But then I was like looking at this little guy and talking to him. And I thought, this is a way better use of my time. Yeah. So I think throughout those moments of the day, I try to think, okay, am I prioritizing this particular moment in the best way possible? And um, I don't always get anywhere close to nailing it. Some mm-hmm. days I'm like, okay, that went pretty well. And then other days I'm like, whoa. Well, <laughs> it's a shift doing? in perspective of what like, yeah. really yeah. productivity is. You know, we we think we're productive when we're checking off the to-do list, but really being productive is invest t- investing time and, and engaging and eye contact and playing and mm. It's just a different um, different perspective. I think the other thing is knowing your own capacity. I think you have to know what we can handle and then you have to you have to draw those lines and don't look at other people like, okay, this is what we can handle. Don't feel, you know, um, yeah. at somebody else's levels where you need to be or feel guilty if you're at a higher level and other people aren't. You know uh, how your family is doing and you know how your marriage is doing. And if you find your way, you got to feel good about it. And I feel like everybody has a different tempo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. 
Do you why do you think that like the the weight of motherhood is such a popular thing on social media? Why do you think our culture doesn't share more of the joys? Like, why is it so popular to talk about how much wine you need to drink or how you need to hide in the closet? It's like it's being real for sure, but you know, what is it about, you know, that honesty that is like really contagious and that people latch on to instead of sharing my kid smiled today and it made me smile and I loved it like why is the negativity the thing that people um go toward yeah Abby I think that's a really good point because um I've at times like I really don't share a lot of negative and I've been accused at times <laughs> by people um of oh well you're just living this like gorgeous fake life and and it's like no um that's not true and all that but I think I live in this world of feeling like I want people to know that I am so grateful for the opportunity to be a mom and to also have a job. And while many days I'm consumed with like anxiety and mom guilt and all of the things that every other mom I know feels, I don't want that to be the story, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I do feel important. I, I feel it's very important to control the narrative in, in some ways of how people would view my children or if, you know, who knows what social media is when they're old enough to know. And and I actually hope it's gone, but. (laughs) Well, I just want you to know, I follow you and I never feel like you're not being real. I think you're an extremely positive person who's enjoying motherhood and your busy life. And I think that comes across with both you and your husband. And that's why I I find it so encouraging and fun to watch is you know, it's crazy. Like you're walking around on Halloween. That was hilarious. But, oh um, <laughs> but, but you're laughing at it. You're laughing at the craziness. Yeah. You're not letting it pull you under. Yeah. No, I thank you. I, I appreciate that. And I, I think, um, I do think it's a really important topic to think about is that I would never want Reese or Jack to look back and say, well, my mom was complaining about me. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I'm so sensitive to the hardships of motherhood and how hard it can be and how some people have a harder time than I would have, or some people might even have an easier time. You know, everyone has their own journey and their own situation, kind of like what we were just talking about. But um, I would just never want them to feel like I didn't think that they were worthy of whatever sacrifice I would make yeah. for them. Yeah. So let's leave our listeners with a, a trick or a habit that you incorporate into your day, something to pause the chaos and enjoy your family. Like, what do you guys do to set aside, kind of what we were saying earlier, set aside the chaos and just engage? Who's first? Um, I can go first. Yeah, you go Have you guys first. heard of glimmers? Have you heard the, the term glimmer going <laughs> around? So it's kind of like the opposite of a trigger. Triggers are cues that signal our brain that we're in danger. Glimmers are cues that signal safety and permission to unwind. And so the idea is, like, you know what your triggers are. Know what your glimmers are and, like, look for those. So it might be, mm. um, you know, when everyone is tucked in at the end of the night Instead of like moving on and scrolling or turning on your murder show or whatever, which is fine and good, um, <laughs> you you pause in that moment and you like let it actually like soak in for a second. You're like, oh, I feel peace right now. Or when you're sitting on the porch and the kids are playing in the leaves or everybody has a good belly laugh, like actually say, you know what, all is right with the world right now, even though there is a lot going on, everything is good right now. You know, nice. just kind of taking in those those glimmers. I would say mine is uh, I do way much, much better if I get up really early and I have just a little bit of quiet time myself. And I like to get up when it's dark. I like it to be quiet because 
when my kids were all home, five, it was chaos once they woke up. And then I worked too. So it was quick, quick, quick. Um, and then I always just asked throughout the day, God, okay, show me what I need to focus on. Um, help me catch whatever I need to catch is going mm-hmm. on with my kids. Like, So I'm very much like to live by the moment and not kind of dwell on what's coming too much. Yeah. Yep. So it's funny because um, we did, when Josh and I, you know, first even started dating, we were, t- we talked about love languages and mm-hmm. we, you know, we did that whole exercise. And one of his like really prominent love languages is physical touch. And I've noticed that I don't know as much about Jack yet. Like we're still learning him because he's, he's only been here five months. Um, But Reese is very much a physical touch girl. And so what I found is really a nice kind of reprieve from everything. It's just like grabbing her, holding her, you know, she still wants to be held, which I'm like, as long as she'll let me hold her, I'll do that, you know? <laughs> um, and so we'll just, you know, even just like sitting on the couch and being cozy for a second, you know, and um, and kind of living in that moment and and really, to, to y'all's point, put the phone away, you know, don't be watching anything, um, just, you know, really focus on that and even having like a little conversation with her. Um, so that's one thing, but then one of the routines that we have that I really try to protect is putting her to bed. And so that looks different every night. Sometimes it's real frustrating because she doesn't want to mm-hmm. go to bed. That like part. last night when she was coming up and down the stairs a million times and we're like, Reese, <laughs> you got to go to bed. Yeah. Um, but what we try to do is is read stories and talk about the day and just she wants me to rub her back and, you know, things like that, which I find that I'm sure I'm sure she's getting something out of that, but I'm probably getting way more out of that than she's even getting because it is a, a quiet time where there's no phone. It's just her and I, you know, we're talking and um, and then Josh actually gets some alone time too, which is probably nice for him, like just a moment to, whew, you know, um, and he usually puts Jack to bed. So I think that's been special for them. Um, and we realized like, okay, we've got to split this up because this is not really a one person job right now in, in, in this phase of life. Um, I do not know how you did five kids. I'm, I'm like admiring admiring that so much. Um, but two, two I didn't get till they were way past that stage. They were older, but yeah, yes, it is. It, it, it got crazy. crazy. Um, but no, I think those are, you know, those are ways to kind of like stop and smell the roses throughout your day a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Megan? So my oldest, James, he goes to a little half a day preschool. And so when he comes home from school, it's usually around like 1230 or so. And sometimes he's in the mood to chat and sometimes he is just pretty quiet. And so we kind of play this game uh, that we call conversation. And so I will try to be very present and engage with him through this little game that we play. And so I'll say, James, do you like baseball or soccer better? And he'll give me his answer. And so we'll run through a little series of questions like that. And I'll try to work in some from his day. And I'll say, did you have um, music or art today? Did you make something with blue or with red? And so it's giving him these short questions uh, to try to draw things out of him and really try to engage with him and hear more about his day. Um, But also, I really, I know people say this all the time that they say, when you're at work, be at work. And when you're at home, be at home. Uh, And I really try to keep that in my mind because sometimes I can let work drag past work time and um, really kind of mix the two, especially because I work from home. And so I really try to shut it down and really focus all my attention on them and play with them when I'm not working. 
Well, we want to know how you find joy in the chaos. So engage with us on social media. We're imom.com on Instagram. And you can follow Laura at Laura M. Rutledge on Instagram. And Laura, thank you so much. We yes. hope you come back again. We would love to chat with you so in fun. the future. Yes. I can't wait for the next one. Laura, thank you so much for being here today. It has just been so great to have you and hear all of your parenting and motherhood journeys. And you just have some great insight and just such a cool life that we get to follow. So thank you so much for being on. And we're so excited to have you on again uh, in the near future. Thanks for listening to the iMom podcast. iMom is the motherhood program of the nonprofit organization Family First. Along with our fatherhood program, All Pro Dad, we exist to help you love your family well. Subscribe to our daily email, the iMom Minute, by going to imom.com slash subscribe and get tons of great ideas, insight, and inspiration. The iMom podcast is hosted by me, Abby Watts, along with Susan Merrill, Megan Tigner, and Chloe Blumenthal.